Superpowers on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that lifts the voice of love from orgasms to superpowers and everything in between. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sex, Love, and Superpowers podcast show. Um, laryngitis, <laughs> laryngitis version two. I apologize again for my scratchy voice. I am your host, Tatiana Berende, even though I don't sound exactly like myself. Um, but I am so thrilled and honored, and I just I love, love, love our guest for today. Her name is Lana Holmes. And uh, we are going to be discussing the spiritual balance of the inner and outer worlds, which is very much in alignment with this divine masculine, divine feminine conversation that that I love to have and that I'm really wanting to put some different language on, actually. And so I'm grateful for this opportunity to, to do that with her and to um, to explore more deeply what that what that looks like what mastery of that looks like. I mean, we really, you're in for a treat today, guests, because um, Lana is a master of that. And, um, and I'm so grateful to have her on the show to, to share her wisdom with you. I'm going to tell you a little bit about her before we dive in. Lana Holmes began her career as a professional athlete. Um, she has worked in sales for Xerox and other large corporations she served as director and VP of sales and operations for WebLogic, eventually working her way up to COO and CEO, a founder of four service-based companies, and an investor or advisor in over 30 more, Lana has gained a deep expertise in the entrepreneurial stages of a business. Lana is now a guide and confidant to those who are in service to life and all that brings aliveness into their professional, personal, and spiritual journeys. On the personal side, Lana does a solo wilderness journey for five to seven days each year, tests dead center on the left-right brain capacity, loves having her hands in the dirt, has kept her high school promise to do one new scary thing every year, has owned and toured the US, Canada, and Europe on four BMW motorcycles, is known for being a courageous and trustworthy companion, and holds the conviction that she is on this earth to be of service and make a difference for the good of all living creatures which is why I love you. And I'm so happy to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being here today with us, Lena. Thank you so much, Tatiana. And I am very excited to be with you. <laughs> I think we got a little mutual love. Uh, yeah, love. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, it's so beautiful to, to be finding the, the kindreds on this path. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna, we're going to dive in here with our... My, I love asking people this question. I love the variety of responses that I get. And I'm so curious to hear your response to this question of what are your superpowers? Hmm. It's so fun because when I saw um, this question in the prep that you sent uh, for this interview, um, I smiled because this was actually a question that we I I brought up at the last wisdom circle that I held uh, for a group of women. What what are your superpowers? Mm. So I've had an opportunity to have a lot of opportunity to think about this. And I would, I think that what I would say that my superpowers, first of all, I came to my superpowers and an understanding of the deeper roots of my superpower uh, after living a bit of life. They weren't immediately obvious. And so 
And I think that the truth is, I think that's true for so many, so many people that we actually are hungering and, and searching and longing for what our superpower is. And sometimes it just takes a little bit of living of life for, the, for them to reveal themselves. And the reason that is, is obviously we, have, we need to engage in life. And as we engage in life, what becomes, what begins to become evidence or evident is, wow, I do that pretty good. <laughs> I'm pretty extraordinary in that field. And for me, what became extraordinarily clear, and because I was in the business realm, in the corporate realm, and specifically in tech uh, in San Francisco and the Silicon Valley area, I became really acutely aware of my ability. To man, to that I knew how to master bringing things into form. So there's an actual science of bringing things into a manifested form and bringing them into physical space and making mm -hmm. making an idea come into reality. And that is something that I became masterful at when, during my corporate career. And then I really had this deep desire to say, well. What does it mean to do that on the inner realm? What does it mean to be able to master the inner realms of who I am? And so I stepped back from corporate and took some time to go on, um, on my own personal journey to delve deeply, deeply into my own understanding of my inner world. And that has got me where I am today. That is so beautiful, and um, I think it's such a testament as to why you are the perfect person to speak on this topic of the spiritual balance of the inner and outer worlds. And I'm sure that our listeners are really excited to <laughs> hear more about, um, you know, about that mastery. We are going to go to a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to dive more deeply into that. Um, and I can't wait for this conversation with you. But before we go to the break. Uh, will you tell our listeners where they can go to find out more about you? Absolutely. They can actually go to my name. It's lanaholmes.com. So that's pretty easy. That's where my website is, and they can learn all about me there. Perfect. So that's L-A-N-A-H-O-L-M-E-S.com. So when we get back from the break, Lana's going to give us some of these little secrets to mastery of what she's discovered on her journey of the inner and outer worlds. You do not want to miss this one, so stay tuned. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer -peer learning, intensive one-on-one -on -one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you are ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Okay, we're back. Lena, I'm so curious to hear what you found when you... Um, actually, what I'm really curious to, to hear about is what are the similarities... And what are the differences, if any, um, when it comes to 
mastery of the outer external world and mastery of the inner world in your experience? Hmm. Hmm. So, um, you know, I'm smiling internally. We're trained in our society to have a quick answer. And I noticed that um, I've come to the point in my journey where I actually pause for a moment to really listen inward, listen Mm -hmm. to the inward and say, what is the response? What is what wants to come forward out of my mouth today for this unique group of people? And so I was just feeling into that. But I would say there are actually several places where the aspects of uh, bringing something into form, and I would actually say that form is uh, is there's a way in which you need to bring something into alignment and for in order for it to come into form. So for example, um, one of the most important things is to have a really, really deeply clear understanding of what it is you want to bring into form. And having worked with literally hundreds of entrepreneurs, it's just incredible the number of people who have a challenge articulating what it is they want or what it is they want to bring into form. And so having that crystal clear, beautiful vision of what wants to come through me, uniquely me, not not anyone else, what is mine to do in this journey and what is mine to manifest is, is one of the most crucial steps in the alignment of the inner and the outer world. So that's the first thing I would say. I, I think you hit on something really really key there of what is mine um what is wanting to come through this unique vessel yes because i think we're so inundated and whether we're aware of it or not we've taken on um desires we've taken on sometimes entire beliefs and thought systems (laughs) yes that are not ours yes and so it's it's not surprising to me that so many people don't know what they want because I think so many people don't even know who they are outside of all of these other you know other people's ideas and and I mean that in and of itself is a journey and a process Mm. Yes, I would agree. Um, I actually, there's a, there's a Rumi quote that I came across um, back when I was just at the end of my corporate days. And um, so I'm going to go ahead and throw it in here. But um, it says, when I run after what I think I want, my days are a furnace of stress and anxiety. If I sit in my own place of patience, what I need flows to me without pain. From this, I understand that what I want also wants me, is looking for me and attracting me. That was Rumi. That's Rumi. That's <laughs> a great, great interpretation, isn't it? Oh my I'll gosh. Send, I'll send it over to you. So please you do. That, so did you, you send it out? Please tell me that you were just reading that right now or you don't have that like, memorized in your mind. I do have it memorized. <laughs> oh, so good. I, I love poetry. I'm a, I'm a deep fan. I think poetry is one of the most beautiful 
And I believe that spirit becomes present in our life the more beauty we bring into our life. And for me, poetry is a beautiful meme that, that really draws spirit closer and opens and softens my heart. So um, I will send that over to you. But um, I think this realm of knowing the self, the truth is it, become, it can become an obsession. And, and knowing of the self, there is a really specific way to, um, to engage in a very, very beautiful and systematic process of, of, that, that is efficient in getting to know the self better. And I believe that that's a lot of the work that I now do. Much of my corporate career was about um, essentially um, making other people, I mean, my job and my task as a, as a CEO, but also as a startup expert, was to essentially um, take other people's ideas and concepts and bring them into form and manifest in the world so that they could become extremely uh, financially benefited as well as as well as quite uh well known and that there are literally you know many many people in the valley that owe their um that visibility to my my skill set but i think that what's what where i came to was this deep desire to want to work with the everyday person you know um and that everyday person is someone that uh, I wanted to work with people like me who had struggled in their journey to get to where they were. And I think this gift of being able to now, in hindsight, see all of these amazing tools and all of these amazing skills, all of that's rolled up in the unique bag of who I am, you know, this this beautiful human being. And the essence of it, Tatiana, from my perspective is then until we have a deep knowing that we are whole and complete in every way, exactly as we are, there's nothing that needs to be fixed. We're perfect as we are. Until we can move into that kind of a mentality and a belief, then I think we'll always be struggling and looking outside of ourselves versus inside ourselves. And my responsibility as a guide and a confidant and advisor is to consistently assist people to find the deeper truth of what is what is true for their life inside them because that they are their own best guru they are their own best resource for knowing what is best for them i couldn't agree with you more and i think that I think it's so true this this uh this journey of you know knowing the self one can really get lost on it and can give i mean i've seen so many people in the process of of wanting to gain some sort of spiritual enlightenment you know really give themselves away to somebody else give their authority over to some kind of guru some kind of um external figure in in the hopes that that external figure will then grant enlightenment onto them or or some such thing and it there's a it's so sad to me when i see that happen because i think everything that you just said so eloquently and so beautifully is is so true that we are everyone has within them 
the guru, the the wise self, the the all-knowing, complete, whole, perfect being. We all have access to that. Um, and there we can get so lost in the, you know, searching for it, whether it's through a spiritual path and, you know, renouncing anything of the physical, or whether it's through, you know, wanting to acquire everything physical outside of ourselves. I think we can get lost in either direction. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Yeah. I think that, I think there is a distinction to be made though. There is a, there is the deep inner knowing but there are also the is there's also the learning of the tools to know how to discern and listen and have the inner listening or the inner ear mm-hmm. and the ability to know how to discern and i do think that there are ways that we can submit ourselves to the a learning process where we we actually have elevate our tool kit if it were yes. to be able to know how to better listen to our inner guide Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you. And I think that's where you and I really, really connect in the, in the work that, that we're here doing in this planet and, and why I love you and find such a, such a kindredness in, in you because while I think, you know, you are definitely my elder in the, in the journey and, and um, probably much more masterful in, in certain realms than I am. um, We both have, have, have tools and, and a tool basket that we've gathered and, and yet they're different tools in the basket, but they're all relevant. And um, it's sort of that, you know, like all paths lead up the same mountain sort of thing. Um, but I want to come back to this, this concept of, of balancing the, the inner and outer and, um, and circling it back around to this divine masculine, divine, feminine conversation that I bring forth so much on this show. Um, and, and I, I want to hear your, you know, you and I have had some really, really juicy conversations in that realm. And we've had some similar intersections with, um, with indigenous peoples who, who speak directly to um, a reharmonization of those energies and rebalancing of those energies. And I would just love to hear um, people hear your take a little bit on that and on the importance of that in the time that we're in and and what from an external level that might look like a little bit more to, to bring about more harmony between those energies. Thank you. Um, So I think, um, I'm going to draw from obviously the years that I spent in studying oral traditions uh, like you. I mean, I think we've had a great gift. We've had a great gifts given to us from our indigenous elders and sisters and brothers. And, uh, but I think the, the, uh, an equal gift from mother earth herself, uh, as we look out and we see the extraordinary diversity of our planet and how diversity is actually what makes the planet whole and complete. It's the amount of diversity that exists that makes our planet work the way it does. Yes. And so I, w- I think if we look at, um, I think sometimes people are trying to sort of in- unify or come bring their own self into a, like this whole, and, and there's, there's a way in which there's so many facets of who we are. 
And we are extremely diverse in, in our interior being. We're so diverse and there's so many parts of us. And the question is, how do we, how do we bring those diverse parts of us into, um, into an alignment where they actually, like an ecosystem or an ecosystem, they work in harmony with one another? Uh, how does the mind work with the body? How does the mind work with the spirit? How does the mind work with the emotions? Or how does the body work with the emotions or the body work with spirit? And so in, in those four quadrants, the mind, soul, body, and spirit, um, I think when we talk about the sacred feminine and sacred masculine, I think there's a tendency to go to gender. And I think that... Um, in spirit, there is not necessarily a gender, but there are responsibilities. There is a role that the, the masculine plays and the feminine plays. So in my current uh, understanding, um, there, I love the, there's two sacred laws that I learned. And the first law is that all things are born of woman. So mm-hmm. that means that... Um, Everything that has to do with life and bringing life and bearing life and sustaining life, that is the responsibility of the sacred feminine. And then the sacred masculine's responsibility is to be the caretaker and the, the one who creates the, really the field for life to thrive. So they are the protectors and they are the ones who make sure that life can continue to thrive. So if we take that, those two concepts that all things are born of woman, and of course the second law is nothing, no law shall be passed that will harm the children, the women or children, but the children. Obviously that takes care of the su- succeeding generations, but it also takes care of all of life because in those children is the ability to create more life. So right. the concept of us coming into a, an inner balance of our, our feminine and masculine is to ask myself, you know, what is, what, are, what is it about my sacred feminine that I need to allow to nurture and bring life to not only the outer world, but my inner world? What is it I need to do to foster life and to help manifest and sustain? And then my masculine actually will step in and say, and what can I do to help foster and create the environment to optimize that for life to thrive? That's so beautiful. I love, I love that imagery and I love, um, you know, sort of the emphasis of the importance of asking that feminine aspect first. Um, well, well, she is first. I mean, in the yeah. sense that, all things are born of woman. No, nothing new. I was actually lis- listening to an Aleutian elder at the Bioneers Conference about five years ago, and he, he was giving a talk on that nothing new will ever come into form unless it comes through the sacred feminine. And, I, wow. I, and, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow is right. And wow, when we take it out of gender, like, Wow, when we, when we, I mean, wow, when you watch a woman giving birth, I mean, that's like, (laughs) I mean, like, yeah, that's a huge wow also as someone who's worked in the birthing realm and been a birthing woman. I mean, that's a, that's a huge wow. Um, 
but also when when we when we elevate and look at sort of from a conceptual framework the the divine masculine divine feminine energetic um and we're we're looking at the world that we're in right now and and sort of how we are wanting to approach life and approach you know there's a lot of new that needs that that we need to create right now and and for me that's just like the language of that is so powerful that nothing new is going to come like the, like like there's a role there's a timing and there's a place and there's a role and responsibility for each of those energies but letting that feminine speak first and and letting it be the birther of of what is new of the idea of of the inspiration of the you know circling back around to the the beginning conversation you know, what do i want Mm-hmm. you know and letting that space speak that's just, that's I'm well so and, and and creating you know remember that the sacred masculine's responsibility is to create the what the safety and the and the container where the the feminine is safe and cared for and optimizes the opportunity to bring life so I think the question is, how do we, how do I, so we can, start at the, we can start at that level of the individual and say, what is it I need? I mean, in a world that where we are constantly, literally daily, and sometimes on the hour, you know, hit with trauma, trauma after trauma after trauma, right. how do we care for ourselves and how do we create a nest? And, that, and it may be something as simple as, as, simple as I'm not going to, you know, watch the news you right. know, for a period of three days so that I can allow my body and my mind and my spirit to restore. And I'm going to walk in nature and I'm going to be re- refer, you know, bring life back into uh, in perspective, right? Yeah. And I mean, so creating the, the sacred masculine's role of creating the safety and the, um, uh, the right conditions for that birthing to occur are, are, are critical. And um, I think on a practical level, for example, let's take your and, your and my, this, this exchange. Before our, um, before our conversation started, before the interview started, you came in and you set the, you set the space and you created the right in energetic fields for us to be able to have this conversation. That was your sacred masculine creating the form and the that was necessary for then my feminine right to arrive or both of our feminines to arrive and be very creative and and have this lively safe exchange hmm. that's so fascinating i've never i you know i always think about setting the container as that feminine space but i i think you're absolutely right and i and i th- I love. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play with that one because I really. I really well, love that. I, I don't know that it's. It's an either or. Right. And, and I think that sometimes. Um, I think we sometimes see the feminine as the one who creates beauty and creates the the, the space. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, I've known a few. I've known a few gender masculine as well as gender. You know, as non-gender, you know, just simply a sacred masculine energies that know how to create extraordinary beauty so that life can thrive. Yeah, and I think that beauty 
it does not have to be relegated to the realm of the feminine. Beauty is a beauty is a universal language. Yes. Um, and I think that that's something that the original peoples who follow the ways of the earth understand. Beauty is a, a universal language and it's so, it's so needed. It's such a medicine. You know, it's interesting because um, the teachers that um, I worked with for many years, um, basically um, the, it was the tradition that I carry within now is called the origin teachings of the delicate lodge, but it's also known as the beauty way. And yeah. the beauty way of course is, is um, beauty. Beauty is what we create when we want spirit to, to arrive and be with us. So when we come into a home that we're, it's absolutely beautiful to our senses then there's a sense of deep relaxation and openness that begins to occur in our heart realm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think about that, you know, on a, on a broader scale, if we think about our, our larger environments, you know, and what we're, what we're creating around us in our neighborhoods, in our cities, in our, on our planet, you know, are we, are we creating beauty or are we leaving a big fat mess behind? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, one of the things I know that you really wanted to really continue to look at is um, today is, is this area of the, of the sacred feminine and masculine. And I think there was some other area that you wanted to explore. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I really, um, oh, I'm taking my moment. I'm taking my moment because I may have caught you off guard. You did. <laughs> I okay. apologize. I was listening to an interview the other day um, that Tim Ferriss did with Katie Couric, and she started mm. asking him questions, and I, thought, I was like, oh, yeah, no, the interviewees. Right, right. The interviewer, the questions. Um, I guess what I would love to know and for our listeners to know is just like, you know, we've, we've been talking really, really lofty concepts and that's like a really, that's a place where I love to hang out and I love to vision on like, okay, how we, how we serve the greater good and, and, and vision the larger picture of, of bringing all of this into harmony. But, you know, for someone who's listening today, like what's a, what's a practical step in their life, you know, that they can take to, to bring about that, that harmony and that balance. Um, you know, something that's really tangible, something that I can go out and do tomorrow. Or when I, when I, when I put down my headset, uh, when I'm done driving my car, you know, what's a, how can I, create that space what are you I mean you mentioned like not watching the news for three days or something like this you know but I think I think there is a there's there's a, a, a caretaking of that um, of that energetic harmony and how do we do that effectively how do we do that well what are some practical steps on how to do that well hmm. So I, what comes to me is I'm going to come back to practice. And um, one of the things that um, 
without a doubt, the most powerful aspect of, of, of one's tool set is the degree to which they have daily practices. And in, in my case, um, you know, I have, a, I have a meditation practice that I am, I am absolutely rigorous with, rigorous in that I do not miss that time of sitting and being with divine every day. And, um, and I also have other practices. And so whatever the practice is, practice is one of the ways that we stay anchored and that we stay in our bodies. I would say the other, other aspect that is absolutely crucial that is so simple to do is when you wake up in the morning before you've even gotten out of bed, just lay there for, you know, take five minutes and do a body scan, check in with your body and, and say, you know, what is it I'm feeling? And then move from body and how you're feeling, move into a place of deep gratitude for your life and for the gift of life and for all the things and, and have, a, have a really robust gratitude practice. Um, I know these are things that we've all heard before, but it's the application and the doing of them in a daily practice um, that really can shift the quality and the um, and the beauty within our own interior space. Um, the other place that I would really highly recommend, and this is something I started doing in high school, and it was at the behest of my wise grandfather who encouraged me to do this, and I actually began to do it, and I have been faithful to do it since then, and that is that I give at least one compliment every day to somebody. I acknowledge them. And actually, it's often because I've done it for so long, I'll often give two and three and four compliments a day. I'll, I'll acknowledge and I'll be in gratitude for something about someone else. And so those are some of the small, extremely simple and practical ways that will literally change our lives. I, I would love to hear you speak a little bit about that last one and like what you've seen the impact of that to be in your own life. Absolutely. Um, I think the, the most extraordinary thing that I've seen is that when I actually compliment people, there's a sense of them beginning, they almost immediately relax and their heart opens. And then what happens is they actually come toward me. There's a sense of connection. And I don't know about you, Tatiana, but I think that one of the, one of the greatest gifts that we as individual practitioners and as, as people who walk with it through life, if we can be a part of reweaving our relationships in this world, and that's a simple way. It's a simple and incredibly tender way to reweave the threads of our interconnectedness as human beings. Mm. Well said. Well said. Is, that, is that speaking to it the way you wanted me to? Or absolutely. Or the, yeah, no, I think you're absolutely. Yeah, there's a softening. Fine. There's a softening. They open their hearts. They, yeah. they sort of lean in. It's so interesting. They'll lean in and they'll go, you know, they might get shy. They might get, you know, but it's just so beautiful. And I, and I do it, I, I, you know, I do it in the checkout line at the market or wherever. And especially I try to do it to people who are in service. They're in service roles, you know. Um, you know, like I'll be, I'll be in a, at a hotel and somebody, some service person will be cleaning up their restroom. And I'll just say, thank you so much for caring for 
for the restroom and caring for us. And it's just amazing how they just, their whole countenance lights up. Yeah, it makes me, when you said service roles, actually the first um, demographic that I thought of was mothers and how much of a service role that is and how much of an unrecognized and, Absolutely. Um, service role that is and like what a different world this would be in if we all mm-hmm. took a moment to thank our mothers. own mothers or to yes. think, uh, you know, I mean, you see a young mom out there and she's wrestling with some children who are, you know, being obstinate Ooh. or what have you, you know, it's like, like to just take a moment to thank her for taking care of the future generation. Like, absolutely different world this would be. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful example. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I wanted to give you an opportunity. I know you have a, a program uh, coming up that you wanted to share about, and I, I want to give you some space to talk about that. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. One of my favorite programs, there's three, essentially three ways that people can engage with me in the work I do, but one is coming up uh, in mid-July. We're going to be starting another mentoring lab, and this is a nine-month journey, and it's only only eight people are allowed to, you know, I mean, I only take on eight people in that mentoring lab, but it's a nine-month journey. And it's probably one of the most life-changing, extraordinary journeys. I mean, it's just amazing the results that we get to see where literally people become not only a a completely different person, but what's more important to me is that they step into the wholeness and they optimize who they were created to be. And they begin to move into the world in that kind of energy. And, you know, people can learn about that on my website. there, there is a process of being, of being, you know, interviewed by me and making sure that it's right for you and for your journey, and you interviewing me and making sure that I'm the right guide and advisor for you. But it's a pretty fun journey because there's, uh, we have special guests and, and subject categories come on. We have, um, there's a lot of good fun benefits to being on it, and it's probably the best way to have. It is the most optimum way to have. Uh, engagement with me a lot of my time because I'm deeply committed to the lives, the transformation and optimizing for these individuals to step into their wholeness and into their own specific destiny of what is theirs to do. So that starts in July. Beautiful. And you mentioned that's a, that's a small group, right? So if yeah, can... it's only nine people at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I can definitely attest to, I can't attest to being in, in your group, but I can attest to the power of group work. And yeah, to, yeah. And to, especially when it's a smaller, more intimate group like that, I mean, the benefit. is tremendous, comes, isn't it? So tremendous. Yeah, so tremendous. most people come away with lifetime friends, you know, and colleagues. So I believe it. I yeah. absolutely <laughs> believe it. So definitely check that out. Um, I want to thank you again so much for coming on the show today, Lena. And, um, for just willing to be in this exploratory um, state with me in these conversations. And um, I'm really looking forward to, to cultivating more of a relationship together outside of, of this space. And, and I'm just so grateful to know that you're in the world and that you're doing this work and, and to, again, let people know they can go to lanaholmes.com to find out more about you L-A-N-A-H-O-L-M-E-S. And if they want to take advantage of that mentoring group, they can, they can find out more about it. There Actually, I tell you what, if, they, if people from your broadcast are interested, 
Um, I don't normally do this, but I, if they, um, if they will tell me that they heard about it on this broadcast and they, and it's something that they are interested in doing and they want to join the group, I am happy to give them a, um, a, let's see how much do we want to give. Let's give them a, let's give them a $750 discount. Oh my gosh. Wow. To sign up for that. Okay. Wow. That is huge. <laughs> so much. Thank you so much. And I hope that I hope that some of our listeners take advantage of that because that's a that's a tremendous offer, what you all just heard. Um and so impromptu and on the spot like that and, <laughs> and inspired and beautiful from the heart. Thank you. I, I deeply I am deeply committed to I mean, the people that I take on in this group I, I, literally they become, you know, I take them into my hands for nine months and they become, I'm deeply committed to their journeys. So it's important. They're important to me and they become a part of my life as I become a part of theirs. So, yeah. Well, my dear listener Thank friends, um, <laughs> I hope that you go take advantage of this beautiful and extremely generous offer that Lana has just given you. So you go to lanaholmes.com you check out her. It's a, called a mentoring group. What do they look for? It's called a, it's called a mentoring lab. It's mentoring it'll be lab. it'll be the mentoring lab, and uh, it's uh, it's actually the second option they can find on on. Uh, it says I think it's work working with Lana or work with Lana. On that beautiful, one. and you just mentioned this show. Mention mm-hmm. that you heard yeah. about it on Sex Love and Superpowers, and she will give you like the most generous gift I think anyone has ever come on with, and. I'm just, I'm like totally floored by that. So <laughs> yeah. Thank you again. Um, what a beautiful example of grace in, in action, grace in practice. Mm. So my dear listeners, maybe that can be the way that you go out and love yourself this, this week so that you can love the world more deeply by going and taking advantage of that and putting yourself in this beautiful woman's loving care. So yes, until next time. Are you ready to discover yourself? your superpowers? So that you can Go now to superpowerexperts.com and, and take the superpower quiz today. Many blessings.